Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. There are times when we discuss certain topics here on Chicago's Legal Latte where a 15-minute time slot simply doesn't provide sufficient time to cover all the details. Uh, Often we're able to get through a basic discussion, but then over time we might revisit that topic and take a a more uh, nuanced view or perhaps start uh, layering in different conditions. And that's how we're going to approach our bankruptcy discussion today. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and great to be on the cusp of another legal discussion. Uh, Today, I will have the opportunity to chat with one of the frequent and most informative guests we have here, Attorney Tim Hughes. Tim is a partner at Lavelle Law Limited and and frequently assists with discussions regarding bankruptcy and taxation issues. Uh, Today, we're going to use Chapter 13 bankruptcies as our, our baseline topic, and then consider the added scenario of a lien on a home or other property. Um, so, Tim, sounds like an inter- interesting discussion. Thank you for being here. I always appreciate it when you take the time. Oh, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Now, it's it's been a while since we covered anything in this particular genre, and as uh, you had mentioned in a, a discussion a little while ago, it, you know, the, the time may be elapsing here where this becomes as pertinent an issue as it's been, but it's a great, great time to look at this. Let's start with a quick refresher on what a Chapter 13 bankruptcy entails, if you could just kind of take us through that first. Sure. Uh, for most individuals, there's two types of bankruptcy options available to them, either a Chapter 7, which is called a liquidation, or a Chapter 13, which is an adjustment of debts of an individual with regular income, which is a mouthful, so a lot of people say it's a reorganization, but that's technically a Chapter 11, but I'm not going to be too technical to this morning, and we'll just call Chapter 13 uh, uh, a, a repay plan. Okay, okay. Now, um, is I know, as you just mentioned, there's a seven, 11 different types of bankruptcies available depending upon the contributing factors. Is is 13 the most common type of filing you see? No. Uh, our office and uh, statewide and nationally, sevens are the more common because they're just simpler and easier to administer and kind of fit the bill for the client in resolving uh, creditor issues. But occasionally, uh, a 13 will be filed because the individual has too much equity in an asset or has too much income in the household or is trying to save their house from foreclosure. And the 13 is a great vehicle for uh, staying a mortgage foreclosure and allowing the homeowner to save their house. And occasionally also uh, with the downturn in the market back in 08, the market, the real estate market, um, there's a lot of second loans, home equity line of credits that were taken out and the and aren't supported by the value of the property anymore. And a Chapter 13 can be used to help that homeowner save the house by uh, maybe paying $0.10 on the dollar on that line of credit that they can't refinance because the uh, house is just underwater. 
Mm-hmm. Um, would you characterize, because I think I heard you say seven is, you know, kind of a simple process, relatively speaking, is is 13, by contrast, would you consider it to be somewhat complicated to go through? Yes, it's more challenging. The success rate is not as high as a seven because in a chapter 13, the uh, individual or couple will be making payments anywhere from three to five years. And, of course, uh, there's a lot of life events that can occur that could derail their ability to make those payments. And if they can't make the payments, then the case will either be dismissed or converted to a Chapter 7. And, and does it 13 take longer? I mean, from, from filing to completion, is, is it a lengthy process? Yes. Uh, chapter 13 uh, will typically be anywhere from three to five years. It cannot go beyond five years, and if it's less than three years, uh, there will be a dividend of 100% to general unsecured creditors. So the typical span lifespan of a Chapter 13 is three to five years, and for a Chapter 7, the case is open for about uh, three and a half to four and a half months. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Now, um, I had you give us a, a sort of a definition, a recap of a Chapter 13 at the beginning. Today, we, we want to talk about removing a lien during this process. How about a quick definition, a reminder of what a lien is, so we can then talk about it in detail? <clears throat> sure. A uh, lien is just where a creditor has a security interest in the property of the borrower. Uh, the two most common are a mortgage where the homeowner is the owner of the house. So a lot of times clients will say, well, we're buying the house, The you know, we owe the bank money. Well, legally, that individual or a couple own the house and they have just given a collateral interest in the house. The other second uh, most popular, or it's not maybe more popular mortgage, is a car note. That You go to the car dealer and you don't have all the funds to buy the car free and clear, so you take a note and it is secured by that vehicle, and that would be a secured creditor. Okay. And as, as we talk about bankruptcy process, and in Chapter 13 in particular, does that process then automatically account for a lien as you go through that? Um, could you rephrase that? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I, in terms of um, the way that uh, potentially a lien um, might be uh, removed, you know, as you go through the, the bankruptcy process, is that sort of part and parcel of a Chapter 13 process? It, it's not automatic. It's a extra step in a bankruptcy or a Chapter 13 um, the liens of a creditor can't be removed in a Chapter 7, but in a 13, if the homeowner can show that the value of their home is less than the balance owed on the first mortgage, then any subsequent lien, second mortgage, or HELOC, home equity line of credit, really has no value that it's attached to. So then by motion or what's called an adversary proceeding, the um, individual or individuals can uh, petition the court to say, please rule that the second lien holder lien is um, not there because there's no equity. And at the completion of the 13, then that lien will be released. Okay. 
Um, we're hearing from Attorney Timothy Hughes of Laval, Laval Law Limited today. Um, Tim's a, a regular visitor here, and as you can tell, he's a great authority on, on this topic. Um, Tim does host periodic seminars at no charge, I might add, on topics like bankruptcy and tax disputes. Um, you might want to just bookmark lavellelaw.com, and then you can watch for announcements there about any upcoming sessions. You'll also find some articles that uh, Tim contributes to that website, and you can also avail yourself of his Tax News on the 10th newsletter. That comes out each month, uh, obviously on the 10th of each month. Um, Tim, we talked earlier about the timeline for Chapter 13, and you just gave us uh, kind of a review of some of the steps what, what, if any, obstacles might come up along the way that would prevent this process from rolling along fairly smoothly? Well, one could be uh, just the uh, determination of the second uh, lien not being unsecured, that if there's $1 of collateral, meaning um, the house the individual thought was worth 200,000 and they had a first mortgage balance of 205,000 then the uh 50,000 HELOC or second mortgage could be stripped off however if uh the court determines that the fair market value of that house is 205,010 dollars that Extra equity would mean that that secured mortgage that's in second place has collateral, and then it can't be stripped off. Then that 50000 HELOC will have to get paid under the terms of its original uh, uh, documents that were taken out, the uh, note, so that they would pay interest to, for the 10 years typically and then have to uh, full pay the balance out or try to refi to cover that balloon payment at the end of the note. Mm-hmm. So, so no real relief for the uh, for the homeowner at that point, then. Correct. Yes. Um, now, what about you mentioned that you know these take take a while to work their way through. What happens if if the the case just doesn't reach the point of completion? Well, if it if the case gets dismissed, then under the terms of the court order that would allow for the stripping off of that mortgage, the mortgage is not released because it's always conditioned upon a successful completion of the Chapter 13. And a lot of things can prevent the successful completion. Uh, uh, One could be just um, the inability of the individual or individuals to make all the payments, and then they have to either see their case get dismissed or convert to a 7, and in the Chapter 7, they cannot uh, strip off that second mortgage, or um, they had committed to being in the Chicagoland area or wherever their home is, and during that five-year period of planned payments, a life event occurs where they have to move out of state. Now, they've got to sell that property or somehow it or move and they can't uh, fund the plan that they had initially started off or occasionally uh, the husband and wife may uh, divorce and that causes uh, pressures with now instead of the two living under one roof they have two separate houses and that marital house that they were trying to strip off the second lien 
now is uh, a burden for the two because they're under two different roughs. So there's yeah, li- quite a few scenarios that can. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just, uh, I want to go back to something you said in this in that last statement. I think I heard you say it earlier today as well. That, um, um, well, let, let me clarify. Can can a Chapter thirteen be converted or switched to a Chapter seven? And if so, did I hear right that then in that case the the lien cannot be removed? Uh, yes, so thirteen can be converted to a Chapter seven, and. If it is converted to a Chapter 7, then even if the court had ordered the stripping off of the lien, that was conditioned upon the completion of the 13, the successful completion of the 13. And a conversion to Chapter 7 is not a successful completion of a Chapter 13. And then in the 7, they cannot discharge or they cannot uh, strip off that lien. In the seven, if they're facing financial problems, their personal obligation under the notes would be discharged, and then the lender would only have the collateral. So there is still relief in the Chapter 7. Different different format. Now, let's Correct. just I, just a quick, quick minute here before we have to go, but this goes back to a point you and I have talked about in the past, which is, you know, no one likes to face a bankruptcy, but the best way to deal with it isn't to wait until... It's a dire circumstance, but a lot of people will see their their situation, you know, moving in a negative direction. And although they may not necessarily need to file, is it best to always at least sit down with an attorney and talk about options if you see that over the next six to twelve months there could be some serious financial problems and maybe head some things off early? Definitely, and uh, getting information as soon as possible. And if they see that there's uh unsustainable income or uh, a major expense or some calamity down the road i think getting information as soon as possible will help them because uh, uh a lot of times i meet with clients and uh they will have tried to have liquidated a retirement account which is an exempt asset which is really for their future to try to put a band-aid on a financial condition that needs more than just a Band-Aid. So, um, yeah, always getting information is the best route. Well, we've got plenty of information today from Tim Hughes. I want to thank him for being here. Uh, Tim of uh, Lavelle Law Limited, always a great guest and a very informative discussion today. And, of course, uh, thank all of our listeners for being here as well. We're we're back uh, on a weekly basis to talk about new and different topics here on Chicago's Legal Latte, and I always appreciate all of your time. Thanks you for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.